Hello, and uh, thank you for listening to Beautiful World Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Paris, and uh, I am so glad to be doing a- another episode. And today, okay, today, what are we going to talk about? And that is when somebody holds you hostage in their unforgiveness towards you, okay? You should never have to feel bad for the things you have done while you were broken. God has delivered you. You did not know any better. You owe no one nothing but to love them. Okay, you owe no one nothing but to love them. And the reason why I say that is because when we do things that offend people, hurt people, traumatize people, um, certain things we do can be just borderline, just crossing boundaries. It's just too much for somebody to bear to even ever trust you again, you know, um, but you got some people who have done things like that and they don't hold themselves accountable. They do not see the wrong. And you have people who are so broken and so torn apart that they may never change. And those are the people that you do have to, you know, distance yourself from and try not to hold them in hostage and your forgiveness. But what do you do when you have been so broken and you grew up in a toxic environment you never in your life really too much okay had an example of healthy when it comes to relationship communication whatever the case may be and you were only giving out what you only knew what you were familiar with and I come from a community where we wouldn't sit around and talk about, hey, did you go see your therapist today? We knew how to hide our trauma. In our community, that word was not even used. but. Nine times out of ten, you were engaging with someone who had been traumatized, who have a story. And our upbringing, we are taught to sweep it under the rug and don't talk about it. And we still grow up and we become friends and we become you know, girlfriends or boyfriends, we have these titles that require us to be loyal, that require us to um, be trustworthy, but yet we're traumatized. <laughs> we're, we're, trauma, we're traumatized. We have all these rules, certain things you just don't do. And one thing about being traumatized, you can't put it to the side. You can't sweep it under the rug. It's going to come oozing out of your character, out of your personality. And you get punished 
when you do something that is disloyal, when you do something that is out of character. Because, like I said it, where I come from, healing was not a term. That was not something we, that was not a word that we used. <laughs> it was not a term that we used. It was like a chain effect. You can be sitting there and you can be talking about what happened to you and someone else will say, well, this happened to me, life goes on. But we were never taught, you know, why we behaved a certain way or why we have certain additions. So we may hurt people because we're hurt. But yet, in in the community where I came from, being a hurt individual, I had rules I had to follow. And that rule, those rules required me to be loyal. <laughs> it required me to not do certain things that will hurt somebody. But all along, I was hurt. All along, I was traumatized, and I didn't know better. And I'm saying this to say, I know what it feels like when someone holds you hostage in their unforgiveness towards you. And when God began to heal me, and he took me on a journey and he showed me my issues and why I did the things that I did, the behavior patterns and why I couldn't, you know, be what was required of me. No matter what title I had on my name, I couldn't be that because I was traumatized. I was broken. I was not taught properly. Even through all of that, I still have to hold myself accountable for the things that I have done. Even through all of that, I still have to forgive, you know, the people that have hurt me, that was traumatized themselves. See, this is the God that we serve. He's a loving God. He is not going to allow you to... um, be a type of individual where if you have been hurt or offended in any type of way, he's not going to groom you to want to get your life in order, get your life better, and tell you, hey, I'm going to prepare a table before your enemy. I'm going to prepare a table before those who have hurt you, broken your heart, and I want you to eat and make them starve. I want you to eat at your table and make them regret what they have done to you. Because you will have a lot of people, even believers, who will have that mindset. They will take God's word and use it as a defense mechanism. Use it as something to make them look good in their unforgiveness. It's all over social media. And you will have Christians posting quotes (laughs) when you see those quotes that got the period with the T at the end or the 100 and you got people saying I know I know that's right 
the arrow hitting the target like come on god is not sitting on his throne saying that's exactly what i'm talking about let them know if they ever caught you they can't never get near, near you no when he put a table before you that means you have went through a season when you allowed god to do great work within you you allowed him to heal you you allow him to show you give you different perspective even on those that have hurt you and let you see things from a different way see things from um the eyes of love because we'll look at things through the lens of trauma god have to show you his way and how he viewed things and it's not easy when your heart is hurt. It's not easy when your heart is broken and you have been done wrong. And God is trying to show you to see things from a place where you have compassion. But when you get to that place and God heal you and he begin to, um, uh, he, he brings you to a place where love begins to dwell within you. And now you are becoming trustworthy. Now you are becoming a vessel that he can use. So he wouldn't mind putting you at a table. And at the table, you have all of God's blessings and promises. People look at looking at you at the table and they see the glory of God on you. They see the great things that God has done to you. And you know what will make people, even the people that has hurt you, the people who have did things wrong to you, you know what get what will give them the confidence to come up to your table is the glory of God. Cause there there it will be a peace about you. You will show the way you will present yourself. They will want to know how what happened. How did you get to this point? How did you change your life? And when you are at that table and you are operating in the blessings of God, you're not going to look at them and say, aha, I'm not telling you. If you would have not done what you have done to me, you can sit at my table. No, what you want to do, you want to get them a plate. You want to put their food on that plate. You're going to pour their chair out and you're going to tell them, hey, come sit down. And you want to minister love to them because you want to remember what they have done to you. It's not going to be about your feelings. It's not going to be about what they have done to you. See, that's the love of God. And when you are hurt and just thinking about this while I'm talking, and if a person pop up in your mind and you're like, uh-uh, I can't do that. God is not dwelling within you as of yet. You still have some more healing to do because it can be done. I'm a witness. <laughs> I am a witness. Not only have I done things wrong to people, but I've had things done to me. And on both ends, I was able to have compassion. I had to forgive myself. I had to learn how to forgive myself and understand that I didn't know better. And when you come up in a community where people are not talking about their traumas and people's voices have been muzzled, 
to where we're not able to use our voice, but yet we go out into this world and we got to be, you know, become co-workers to other people, employees of employers' companies, friends to other people, calling, you know, friends our best friends and getting into relationships and all of this toxic behavior and have the nerve to have rules and systems in the community where I come from. And being toxic, you can't break it. That's like putting a a, 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 a child and a, 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 a candy store and telling a child, you can't eat this candy. No, it's not going to work. You can't expect loyalty from toxic. But how do you understand that when you're not taught about toxicity? When you come from a community where it was okay to have trauma, it was okay to have things done to you, you have to sweep it under the rug, but yet make sure you display good character. Make sure your personality is in check. Make sure you do this and you don't do that. It takes a healthy person to have those requirements from a person. And that's why when God begins to show you why you may have manifested the way you did, he would, he would take you through a journey. And that's what God began to show me. This is why you did this. You didn't know how to be a good friend. You didn't know how to have healthy relationship or communication. It was never taught. This is what you were familiar with. It was impossible. So now you have to forgive yourself. And that's what I did. I went and I got healed. And I'm still on my healing journey. And I'm still allowing God to, you know, mold me and make me into the woman that he has called me to be. I'm making changes because you will get people who would hold you hostage in their unforgiveness and you can be doing all the work, you can be healing, you can you could be actually becoming a better person and learning from your lesson. And it'll it will be believers who will still hold you hostage, who will still sit somewhere and talk about you and vandalize your name and speak curses over your life because they are still hurting. And then, and if you try to, you know, work it out or whatever the case may be, they are not going to, they're not having it. They're not having it. They, and they can do that. That is their right. But when you walking in unforgiveness as a believer and you holding somebody hostage in unforgiveness, you're hurting yourself because God is not going to have favoritism on you because you were hurt. He's going to go after the one that wants to receive him, that is seeking after his kingdom, that is asking him, God, heal me, that is humbling themselves. And that can very well be the person that did the hurt. And then when you get people who have been hurt and, you know, they're sitting back and now they're upset because they feel like it's not fair that this person is succeeding. It's not fair that this person gets to have freedom and they did what they did. God is a forgiving God. He forgive us all. See, it's, it's how Jesus Christ has been presented. 
we stamping his name on our mess, putting up these quotes, and then we'll have the nerve to say, God love me. He don't know. He, he ain't walking with you if you're walking in unforgiveness. He is big on that. That's not the God of the, of the Bible. It is our duty. It is our duty as children of God to forgive one another. And to walk in unforgiveness, it will take away many opportunities to operate in the blessings of God, to operate in his promises, to have the things that, you know, he wants us to have, to have the peace. Because whether we may, you know, say, hey, I forgive them, but yet if they name come up, you can laugh and God, you can laugh about them, laugh about their downfalls, you can gossip about them. If you hear something bad happen to them, you can say, well, that's common, that's what they get. That is not the love of God. Who, who, no. That is not, that's not who he is. And we have to stop stamping God's name on unforgiveness. It is all over social media. And you seeing a lot of believers, believers, excuse me, okay. And I'm saying directing it toward the believer because the Bible tells me I have to, we have to edify one another. So if you are a person that's listening and you know that you are walking in unforgiveness, do yourself a favor and start a journey where you can ask God to teach you, to show you, to change your perspective. Because it's not about that person who hurt you. It's about you and your relationship with God. It's about your salvation. He sees your heart. And I understand why when he come back, people are going to be gnashing at the teeth because when people stand before him and they're going to think because I, Lord, I, I talked about you all over Facebook. I gave you praise every time something good happened in my you know, life. And he's going to look at your heart, but you still walking in unforgiveness. You were just gossiping about this individual two days ago. You were just wishing death on a person. God needs to see himself in your heart. Your heart is like his mirror. And if he look at your heart and he's looking at it and he don't see a reflection of himself, he's going to look at you and say, depart from me for I never knew you. Because when you have God in your heart, that means you have a transparent relationship. You are intentional about your relationship with him. You feel him and you want to make sure that you're doing as much as you possibly can. You aiming to please him. And you know if he is not trying, if he is not going to approve of you being uh, walking in unforgiveness, you want to do something about that. You have a lot of people who call them, calling themselves believers and they are not fearing God and they are doing a lot of wicked things thinking that God is going to be like, yeah, you, I know your heart. That's saved by great doctrine that's going to set up a lot of people. He is going to look at your heart. That 
thing that is in your heart that if if anybody what you really know that is what is lying dormant that thing that you know that is that is not right but you're dressing it up you allow pride to tell you that you are safe and you're not and unforgiveness is one thing that we need to work on we need to see we need to see more of that if there are no um examples because a lot of us have been hurt i've walked in unforgiveness and i can tell you i've missed on a lot of beautiful years and i'm grateful that i gave god my life and i started to heal and i started to allow god to um do what he needed to do but one thing i noticed also people are not holding you hostage in the thing that you have done because they are hurting it's not always the case sometimes people will hold you um hostage because they need a reason to remind you where you came from when you do start to ele- elevate when you do start to do great things in Christ because if you really want you know um if you really are hurt and and you want a person to realize that they have hurt you and you want a sincere apology and yet they are going above and beyond and they actually change their whole life to show and you and you're saying that hey they really did something about this but yet you still walking in unforgiveness you still going back to what they did to you can't nobody sit down and have a conversation with you without you saying yeah i've been through a lot of my life i had this one incident where this person did this and they like what mhm i bet you i won't deal with it again and now you warning people as they get to know you to let them know this is what i'm about if it ever happened to me again that's unforgiveness And this individual really is doing what they need to do and and being you have people that walk in unforgiveness you have some people who monitor the person's life waiting to see some bad news waiting to see something because in their heart they have a belief system they believe that when a person do a person wrong karma not if they allow God in their life once god is in their life there's no such thing as karma because when god was on that cross he 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 wasn't thinking about karma he was saying forgive them for they know not what they do and that is what happened in the community i came from where i came from i didn't understand what i was doing and i can honestly say that from the heart not using it to justify anything that's why if anybody do something to me and i understand i i'll forgive them real fast and you have some people you have to forgive and 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 keep them at a distance because they haven't got it to a point where they're going to stop doing it but i will forgive them because i know that they know not what they do they haven't tapped into this wisdom and this knowledge and this understanding that i have gotten into and i pray for them because i i i know what it feel like to be bound and not know better and when the enemy can get you to a place where you simply don't know better he will have he will groom you to be whatever he want that's why the bible said my people perish because of a lack of knowledge 
And when we don't know better, when we have been um, traumatized and we don't know about healthy communication and relationship, when we go out here and we try to live a life and be all of these titles that require us to be healthy, that require us not to hurt people, and require us to be loyal, and when we do something wrong, now we have to get punished. That is a beast. That, like, the devil is a liar. And that's why we have to promote healing. We have to promote that, especially in the black community. And I can say that because I'm from the, I'm, I'm a, hey, I'm, I'm black myself. And I know what my community is like, where I come from. And we have to start promoting healing and talking about it is okay to get a therapist. It is okay to get a counselor. We need that. Because how um, they deal with trauma, they set up rules in place. They have systems. It's just certain things you don't do. Certain things you don't say. You broke a rule. When trauma may have caused you to broke that rule. And then, oh, once you break a rule, that's it. You gotta wash. You gotta feel for your life. You gotta wash over your shoulder. That's trauma. That's toxic behavior. There's no love of God, and it be the Christian doing that. And when God pulled me out of that environment, when He pulled me out of that toxicity, He He showed me how in every area I was toxic in friendship and relationship. There was no real loyalty. There's no rules that come with friendship. Some people aren't even, it's not, now I've been taught, because when I came out, I got a mentor. I did a lot of things. I, I had therapy sessions, did what I had to do. And one thing I've learned is that, to be honest, a lot of people are not ready to be friends. A lot of people, you can't just allow people to come in your life and start label, labeling you as a friend because that comes with requirement. That comes with loyalty. And if you don't know that you're toxic and you're traumatized and you have a friend that expects so much of you and will punish you because you're operating and manifesting from a broke place, you better off being by yourself until God heal you and tell him to bring you some godly friends when he feel like he can trust you to have these people in your life. That's in any type of relationship. It should have a godly foundation. See, I didn't understand that. Now, any relationship I have, whether it be a friend or whatever the case, it have to be built on a godly foundation. Because I know better now. I've been healed I can see clear. So never allow anybody to hold you hostage in unforgiveness. You have a right to God's second chance. You have a right to live the God, the life that God has given you. And if you are doing what you need to do to heal and you becoming a better person and you have, um, you know, apologize and you came and you had gen you had a genuine heart and people and you still dealing with uh, behaviors from people to where they want to make you suffer you don't you don't owe nobody but to love them honey keep walking keep living your life 
and let God keep blessing you because he's watching your heart. He's proud of you. And don't walk in unforgiveness yourself. Unforgiveness in any way is ugly. Forgiveness, it, 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 it is peaceful. It allows you to sleep at night. And God would love you for it. Because he understand how hurt you was. He was there when you were crying. He was there when you were grieving. He know the damage that it may have caused. He know the trauma. He know what it done to your heart. He know that it, it blew your mind to a point you couldn't believe it. But the fact that you said, God, let thy will be done. I, I give you my heart. And you allow him to heal you. And you're not walking in unforgiveness. That right there. That is what he wants. And it can be unfair. But when he heals you, it'll make sense. When he changes your perspective, it'll make sense. When his love is dwelling within you, it will make sense. The fact that I can sit here and have love in my heart, you know, towards people that have done some very traumatic thing to me. Like I I pray for these people because I get it, because God forgave me. I have no right to walk in unforgiveness. And that's another thing. We will be walking in unforgiveness while we are causing another person to be traumatized. While we are doing things we shouldn't be doing to somebody else. To where if they were to find out, they'll be traumatized. That that needs to stop. Or we may have already traumatized somebody. Somebody may be sitting somewhere dealing with suicidal thoughts because of the things that you've done. But yet we're sitting over here walking in unforgiveness towards somebody else. So we need to stop putting Jesus Christ's name on our mess. He require, it is a requirement of a Christian, of a believer, of a child of God to forgive. It's not fair. It is not fair. And he made that a commandment because he knew we were going to come into a world where people were going to be toxic. People were going to be born into a toxic family. They were not going to be taught properly. That's why his Bible leads and guides us. And some of the things he may act us don't make sense when our hearts are broken. But when he begins to heal us and he in his love dwelling us, it makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. It does. So do yourself a favor. Stop walking in unforgiveness and forgive and stop chasing after somebody who don't want to receive you. They have that right to say, hey, you hurt me. I don't think I can be close to you. But don't allow them to make you suffer. If you apologize, if you said you're sorry, that's, that's enough. And if they don't want to receive you again, keep it moving. God, God gives you another chance. And pray that they heal for their own soul. Pray that they forgive you for their own soul. And that's all I wanted to talk about. Thank you for listening to Beautiful World Podcast. I am your host, Miss Paris, and you have a good one. Bye-bye.